0: Blog Talk Radio. So it's faith-based, it so you're involved with faithism, not atheism, right? It was that you said, then you know a lot of Christians, um, they maybe text or they maybe email you, and you know they was pretty much scared of you. And I said, oh, okay, challenge, okay. No, I believe the Bible. But I don't believe the Bible saying that slavery is okay because it gives instructions about how to handle slavery. Andrew, that's faith. You just said you accept the evolution, evolutionary theory. So that's faith. You got faith in a theory. By any chance, are you gay? Uh, what do you think, about Galtox? Hello, everyone. Hello. Thanks so much for joining me here again on the Atheist Roundtable this weekly live call and show about atheism and agnosticism and belief and non-belief. A whole bunch of other things that generally flow into your host's stream of consciousness in 30 minutes. But tonight I have another awesome interview with another awesome person. It's Adam Collins, the organizer for the Atheists of Facebook Online Convention. Adam was kind enough, sweet enough, and maybe silly enough to actually invite me to be a part of the Atheists of Facebook Online Convention. It's going to be on January 2nd, 2016, if you want to be a part of the thing when it's actually happening, but then it's going to be archived in perpetuity on the YouTubes and on all the uh, social media networks uh, that that we'll uh, we'll post on those later. Um, I wanted to take a quick couple of seconds before I play the interview to let everybody know that I think this is probably going to be the last show for the roundtable for the calendar year. I need to take a couple of weeks off because I've got to get my presentation for the Atheists of Facebook online convention Put together quickly, soon. I mean, I've done it twice, right? i I've, I've, I recorded it once and then I recorded it again. Both times, just, I, I need to do it again. Okay, I just I, I need to do it again, and so I'm going to have to take a couple of weeks off in order to actually concentrate fully on making that video good. Uh, apparently, apparently, I am born for radio. Apparently. My forum is going to be radio, where I'm not on a camera and I don't have to figure out where my eyes need to be and all this other stuff. and I can just be all over the place. That's that's the medium that's for me, I guess. Um, otherwise, uh, when I try to make a video, I just I, – uh, <clears throat> apparently, I, I'm no good at it. Uh, but without further ado, I want to play the interview I have with Adam Collins. Thanks everybody for joining me here on the Atheist Roundtable tonight. Tonight I have a very, very special guest. His name is Adam Collins, and he is the guy who is putting together the second ever Atheists of Facebook online convention. This is the guy who's making all this stuff happen because he's... That cool. You thought you were cool because you put on a convention in, like, a real place. No, 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 no. This guy is putting together things in virtual internet landia. That's even harder, I think. So, Adam, thank you so much for joining me here tonight on the Atheist Roundtable.
1: Andrew, you are too kind. Victor. Thanks
0: for having me. <laughs> so, what, why an online event? Why in the world would you ever think this could ever possibly work?
1: Well, I didn't know that it would work, and I don't even know if it has yet, but uh, I guess the motivation behind it was because I wanted to start something of my own, and since I'm a truck driver, I never know when I'm going to be home. I never know when I'm going to be around, so I can't plan anything as far as live events in case I might miss the whole thing. So, from the truck, I have, uh, I can keep my laptop, phone, all that good stuff, and I can organize everything while on the road, and if I get stuck somewhere during the convention or during the planning phase, that's perfectly fine. As long as i got a, a signal to work with, I can still manage through it. So it was pretty much out of desperation. It was my only option, so that's what I went with.
0: You know, I really think it's a great idea because there have been a ground swelling of atheist conventions everywhere, uh, except yep. in 2016 when we're all going to the Reason Rally. Um but but we we there've just there there's been enough that you could potentially choose a couple to go to every year in your area, but there's there's time involved there's costs involved it's hard to do, and an online event where you get a bunch of people together and have them present and then you have a one place on YouTube where you can go and watch and participate at your leisure this Sounds like what the online atheist community was meant to do.
1: I hope so. I, I kind of think the same way. I mean, I go to a lot of atheist conventions when I'm able to because I get to travel for free. I can get cities where I go. So I get, I'm very fortunate enough to go to a lot of the live events. But yeah, there, there's so much involved with that. You got to take off work. You got to pay for travel. You got to pay for hotel, convention tickets, everything. With this, you don't even have to leave the house. You can just wake up Saturday, and if you've got nothing to do, you can hang out for free. Just sit at home and just check out an atheist convention. And you never really miss it, because if you don't catch it all live, it's still in archives. So even in ten years from now, if you miss this event you want to check it out, you can totally go back and check it out on YouTube, on our YouTube page.
0: Yeah, I, I, re- I really think that that is just a great idea. So how did the first one go? Was the first one just a ginormous success?
1: Well, it was certainly more successful than I thought it would be. I mean, I, I'm pretty good friends with a lot of the more prominent atheists, so I just threw it out to them. Like, hey, here's what I'm doing. If you guys want to advertise or whatever, that'd be great. And they totally came through. I wasn't expecting it. We had, on the event page, I think we had over, close to well, over 1,400 attendees. Like, I don't know exactly how many attended and watched everything, but at least 1,400 said that they were going to. <laughs> That's
0: amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. I mean, I mean, if you could imagine fourteen people in real life in one place, that's that's that that, that is so cool. Um, sure. uh, so so what uh, what kind of great new stuff are we looking forward to? And tell us about the upcoming convention.
1: Oh well, um, the thing about this this kind of convention that I'm trying to work with here is getting people who are unknown to be more known. Like, I've tried to book a couple bigger names to give it some star power so that uh, it'll build a bigger audience. But most of the people who are speakers and stuff that I try to pick out are ones who are passionate about atheist activism and have a great message that I think needs to be heard, and they otherwise wouldn't have very much of a platform to get that out there. So that's what I want to give them. Because everybody knows the, the big names in atheism. Not everybody knows the lesser-known names who are just as deserving of recognition. That's what I'm trying to bring up
0: with it. Well, I am thrilled, just thrilled to be able to do my very first, my my cherry-breaking presentation uh, at your convention. That is going to be a lot of fun. I'm really looking forward to it, and I promise uh, I won't screw it up if I can.
1: (laughs) Well, we appreciate that. We are honored to have you, Andrew. Thanks for participating.
0: Thank you. So, so tell me about yourself. How did, did were, were you always an atheist? Did you have, did you grow up as a religious person? What was, what what's your backstory?
1: Well, kind of a long story. I don't know. But no, I was not raised atheist by any means. It's like, if anybody knows who I am or sees me on Facebook and sees how hardcore I go with atheist activism, I was the polar opposite growing up. Um, Raised in church, I went to church as often as I could, not forced, I voluntarily went every opportunity I could. I was that dickhead asshole on the playground at school with a Bible in my hand, preaching on the playground, loving it when people would make fun of me.
0: Because mm-hmm.
1: the Bible says, the more you're persecuted in my name, the greater reward is in heaven. So I was like, itching for it. Like, please make fun of me, just pick on me, do whatever, because I'm, in the end, I'm gonna come out on top. Um, And being so hardcore about it, uh, I knew that the ultimate goal in everybody's life was to love Jesus and make it to heaven. Otherwise, they would burn in hell for eternity. And that was a huge deal to me. The concept of eternal suffering, I don't know why more Christians don't take it more seriously, but it was my mission to save all these people. So I would read up on apologetics and arguments for God and I gave speeches in speech class about why there is a God and why everybody needs to be saved and all this and I don't know, just over time the more I put so much time and effort into researching all these things and learning so much as I could eventually it just it just started to give away and I had to, to make an honest decision. Do I want to go with what is real, truthful, honesty? Or do I want to keep believing despite its contradictions with truth and reality? And ultimately, I had, to I had, I was forced to pick truth. So I, I had to give it up. It took years and years. And to be honest, I would still say that I'm technically still on the hunt, in the the battle, and uh, trying to learn more. And if it turns out that God and Christianity is real, I'll go right back to it. But not one second until it's proven to be true.
0: So were you doing all the preaching and the hellfire and brimstone in a in a public school?
1: Absolutely on the playground. Yes, I yes, I
0: absolutely was. I was that guy. <laughs> okay. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I, rem- I I went to a private Catholic school, so it it, it wouldn't have been so out of place there. Jesus. Right. I-,
1: I would have been more well received in-, in that kind of place,
0: probably. Yeah. yeah. Jesus was a topic of conversation in all classes and all-, all the time. So. Um, sure. But I, I, I do remember with, uh, with great shame telling some of my friends who in high school had decided that, um, virginity is stupid. Um, (laughs) I I remember telling these people that my, these friends of mine that they were going to burn in hell for all eternity for forsaking their purity. Uh, which was, which in hindsight was, uh, Horrible thing to say, and, it, and it, it, th- those moments of shame that I that I look back on now with uh, I can't believe I did that. That fuels me now to to speak out against that kind of thing, that kind of harm. That like you say, the the, the idea of eternal torment. Sh- it, it's surprising people aren't beating down people's doors, holding them down and saying, listen, you don't yes. get it. If you don't get saved now, you could be in serious trouble. Um, it, it, it's it's fascinating to me that, eh, you know, it's them, it's not me. It, it, it'll, it'll be fine. It is
1: fascinating. It's crazy how much alike we are on this because of how hard I used to go. I feel a an obligation to the world to make up for all the harm that I did. I was a I, I don't really like talking about this, but it's true. I was the worst person on the planet. Very homophobic, uh racist. All the things that conservatives are hated for in America, rightly so, I was that 110%. And it's because of the Bible that I was influenced by that. And I've since given every bit of that up and i am driven so hard by trying to make it right with how fucked up I used to be. But, um, but you're right. Christians who don't beat down doors and try with everything in them to try to save me and other people from hell, if they don't do that, I have a hard time accepting their sincerity. Or they're just a sociopath, because you would try to stop somebody from murdering somebody because you don't want them to go to prison the rest of their life. Prison the rest of your life is nothing compared to eternal torment. More seriously, it just baffles me completely. They, they can't believe it; otherwise, they'd be wanting to do
0: something about it. I just don't get it. Yeah, yeah. I I, I recall being just as big a jerk as you used to be. Uh, it, it was it was, um, it, it, when I was that jerk, I was that jerk because I thought being that jerk was the right thing to do. Um, exactly correct. Yes. Uh, what. When when I was that I these in order to be a good person, these are the things I have to do. I have to go to the pro life rally, right? And protest in front of the Planned Parenthood. Yeah. Um I, you know, I I I have to tell my other Catholic friends that condoms are made from Satan. Um you know, I I I, I have to work. Yeah, in order to in order to be a good person, these are the things I have to do. And yeah. and and Looking back now, it's, it's, it's the, you know, all all the great big atheist names have said it before, but it really is the harm that religion does. It takes good people, really good people, and turns them into monsters by making them, uh, sacrifice their own morality on the altar of religion, um, To to put on these religion-colored glasses so that they have to see their own morals through the lens of this interpretation of this book. It is is really, really frightening the way that good people can be turned into such moral monsters.
1: It's unbelievable. I mean, my my dad is the same way. My dad, I was raised in the fundamentalist belief because of his influence, and he still just as hardcore Christian conservative as I used to be. Like, we're on polar ends of the spectrum, and we kind of just had a falling out that I posted a video about on Facebook. It got shared quite a bit, so a lot of people are familiar with the story. But but I get it from his perspective. He's convinced that he's right, and he's he wants to kind of disown me because of how hard I go against his God, and I know his passion. He just wants to save me. So I, I get why he feels that way, but it just sucks that he does feel that way because it's all based on bullshit. It hurts, but I
0: get it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. So, uh, are, are you going to be, you you did pre- make a presentation at the last convention. Are you going to be pre- presenting in this one? I don't think I saw your name in there.
1: Oh, I'm on there. If oh. I'm not, I should be. <laughs> oh, you are? <laughs>
0: okay. See, I'm just a dummy. I don't know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm um, talking about... What I'm going to do this time, my first passion in life is atheist activism, second being stand-up comedy, and I'm going to try to mix those two to do something about atheism in stand-up comedy. Because one of the big names that we have this time, his name is Stuart Huss, and he's a nationally touring headlining comedian, and he is amazing. He is my favorite living comedian right now, and he's recorded three shows over his career that he has on C D and D V D and stuff that people can buy. And he just finished up his making his brand new show. And he's submitting that to the convention for free. <laughs> he's totally giving us his whole new show to present on the convention. So I'm gonna have, my talk is gonna lead up into his. He's gonna be the the headlining act of the convention, his new show. So that'll be awesome.
0: Ooh, that does sound awesome. You know we need yeah. More stand-up comedians in atheism. Um, this this, this yeah, is a subject, like time. politics, that's just ready for comedians to jump on it. We need more. Um,
1: yeah, this is true. I mean, I, I go to a comedy club in Cincinnati here whenever I'm in town. I try to go every weekend, have been for about eight years, and you'd be surprised. that There are so many atheists in stand-up comedy, so many. Like overwhelmingly, at least super liberal. There's very few conservative comedians because they're just not funny. Uh, but in the first convention we had two comedians that were very well received. I got two coming up in this next one. So I'm going to try to get at least two comedians per convention if I can.
0: Oh, that sounds great. That sounds amazing. Are you, are you planning on being at the, uh, the Reason Rally next summer? Oh,
1: absolutely, yeah. That's kinda of how this convention got started, but um I was at the first one four years ago. It was one of the best times of my life and I will totally be at this next
0: one. Sure. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, I was I, I got a group of people together to go to the last one. That was the the only achievement that I ever made um while I was running a now defunct secular student alliance group uh at my local college. Uh, the only thing that I can really say that I did for that group was organizing a carpool to the buses so we could get to the Reason Rally. Um, well,
1: in constellation, you did better than me because at that same time I was in a community college and I was trying to organize a secular student alliance, and I almost had enough support to pull it off, but I couldn't quite get enough to. I mean, I had the the flyers, I had I had people signed up and everything, but there just wasn't quite enough push to actually make it an official group. I wanted to bring the reason rally, but we just never could form. So you did better than me there.
0: (laughs) Well, well, I, I, I'm really looking forward to this next one. It should be, it 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 should be amazing. Adam, tell everybody how they can find you, how they can friend you, and how they can be a, how they can participate in the upcoming convention.
1: Sure. Uh, name's Adam Collins. Uh, I'm right here on Andrew's friends list. You can find me, send me a friend request, send me a uh, uh, private message. Uh, we have an event page for the Atheist of Facebook online convention. We also have the community page on Facebook. Um, that's a little harder to find because Facebook doesn't let you use the word Facebook in uh community groups. So it's atheist of FB online convention for the community. Um, we have our own YouTube channel. It's, it, YouTube.com backslash atheist of Facebook. That's where you'll find all the archived videos from the first convention. Uh, and we're looking for speakers for the next, the, the next one. I mean, we're going to be doing this at least every other month. And if it, if it garners more support and more demand, we will doing it monthly and even more. We'll, we'll do it as often as the, the need necessitates. So if you want to participate, if you want to be a speaker, we are thrilled to have you. Like I said, this is about the, the lesser known name. So if you're just getting started on Facebook, only have a few friends, and still have a are passionate and want to put your message out there, send us a video. Um, just record yourself saying what you want to talk about, and email it up to us at uh, atheistoffacebook at gmail.com. We're taking submissions from
0: literally every
1: person. So if you think you might not be qualified, you totally are. Don't be scared. We we want we want to put you out there, give you a platform to speak about whatever you want to talk about.
0: Awesome. You know, I, I think it's great that we're, we're, we're seeing some, some fresh faces, um, uh, along with some recognizable names. I mean, I really think that, uh, there's room for everybody here and there's room for all types. Um, Absolutely. everybody from nice and gentle David Smalley to the cognitive dissidence guys, uh, everybody has a place at the table, and I think everybody has a voice that uh that deserves to be heard. you, sir, are bringing these people together in a way that is absolutely phenomenal and I can't thank you enough for the work that you're doing to make the community better. It is amazing
1: thank you, andrew. I appreciate that and and you're right everybody does have a message they want to put out there, and i i don't like discriminate against messages. Even if I disagree with somebody's point, I'm not going to censor them. They still have every right to to be on the convention. If they're personable, if they're able to make a somewhat decent quality video, and as long as their message isn't absolutely abhorrent, I'll put them out there, even if I disagree. I, I, I want to keep this open for everybody to, to speak about whatever they want without holding back. Just express yourself is all I
0: ask. Fantastic. Well, Adam, I want to thank you for joining me tonight. You are an amazing man. You're doing amazing work. So keep it up. We will def. I will definitely be following every convention that you ever do, uh, because I think this is a worthy thing that needs to be supported. Uh, thanks so much for joining me on the round table. Awesome.
1: Thank you, Andrew. It's been a pleasure, buddy. I look forward to seeing your presentation.
0: Yeah, just as soon as I get that thing re-recorded. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh I I told you I'm doing my thing on atheist parenting, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I totally screwed up I, the first. One. I'm sure you're familiar
1: with Dale McGowan, right?
0: Sure, yeah, I bought his book. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you talked a lot
1: about
0: that. Well my uh my eleven year old I told I told you know, I told my family that I was gonna do this. And uh my eleven year old said, Ooh, I want to make a cameo. I'm like, what do you mean, a cameo? This is not a regular show. There are no cameos. He's like, well, I want to be in it. So I've, so the only part of my presentation that I actually have recorded are his three minutes.
1: Yes. If your daughter wants to be in it, that'd be, I mean, it's totally your call. Whatever you want to
0: do. Totally fine. He's, uh, he's, he's an entertaining kid. That's, uh, that's, that's that kid. Well, Adam, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll I'll let you go tonight, but thanks so much. You are, you are truly an inspiration to everybody being able to put this oh, together. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for having me, Andrew. It's been a pleasure, man. All right. Take care. All right. So that concludes my interview with Adam Collins. You now know everything that you need to know about the Atheists at Facebook online convention, mostly that it's going to take place on January 2nd, 20th to 16th, and that I'll be presenting on Atheist Parenting, and it'll be my very first presentation for an Atheist audience. So, be kind to me uh, because I've tried it twice now and I I've, I I've, I've, I don't I don't know what's wrong with me I don't get it There's something wrong with my brain I don't I don't understand But thanks so much to everybody who's been tuning in again um, I really appreciate it I will have to see you on the other side of 2016 so I can focus on getting this presentation ready and out to it um, Until next time Take care of yourselves Have a very very happy holiday. Because God isn't here, we are. Good night. Like the fan page for the Atheist Roundtable at Slash Atheist Roundtable on Facebook, or find your host at Slash Andrew the Atheist. Send all of your email to Andrew the Atheist at gmail.com. This podcast is the official podcast of atheists, humanists, and agnostics of the Wabash Valley. Find us on Facebook for monthly meetups. Music for this episode is provided, as always, by Dick Richards. Thank you, Dick. God isn't here. We are. Take care of yourselves.